Left-wing radicals are in a meltdown because a restaurant plays the national anthem. Biden's press secretary stumbles through another press briefing. Plus, El Paso, Texas declares a state of emergency over the border crisis. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the left-wing meltdown that's occurring because a California restaurant plays the national anthem. That's right. Each day at noon, the Rainbow Oaks restaurant in Fallbrook, California, plays the national anthem in the restaurant, and they are waving American flags on the televisions. People stand for the national anthem, and then when it's done, they go back to their lunch. Well, apparently... One liberal TikTok user had just had enough. She had to go check it out and make a video about it. Here's some of the reaction. I think it looks pretty cool. The person who posted the video, though, added a caption that says, quote, the most dangerous situation I've ever been in, <laughs> along with other users commenting, this feels like a horror movie. That's terrifying and my worst nightmare. Can you believe this? The TikTok user who made the video called the experience by far the most dangerous situation I've been in. Dangerous? How about being in any Democrat-run city in America? That's dangerous. This is people standing for the national anthem. And then the other reactions from her followers. That's terrifying? My worst nightmare? What is happening to this country? Now, the restaurant owner is unfazed by any of this and says the national anthem will continue. Well, I just feel like we take a few minutes out of our day to be grateful for the men and women who have made the sacrifices so that we can stand up and, and say how we feel. And she said how she felt, and I wish she realized that it's because of those men and women that made those sacrifices that she's able to do that. Great comments by restaurant owner Janine Polino. And you have to wonder, why are these people so triggered by the national anthem? Why are they genuinely offended that people would stand for the national anthem? Can they only identify with Antifa or BLM? Here's more from Polino. They aren't focusing on gratitude. You know, they just want attention. Um, I think that they saw th this particular TikToker had seen a local news post, and so she probably did it for attention. She came out expressly to raise a ruckus about something. So, you know, sh she doesn't have her attitude focused on the gratitude. Just awesome. But I think it goes way beyond just seeking attention. This goes to the fact that kids are no longer taught to love their country or give it respect. Without that love and respect for country and for each other, we see the violence that we are seeing today. We see these purple-haired leftists screaming in the faces of people and pushing them and spitting on them. It all goes back to respect and valuing each other. And kudos to this restaurant for the daily reminder of just how special this country is. All right, next let's talk about White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, Regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. 
Okay, as you know, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre is incapable of providing a coherent answer to any question. And not only that, but Jean-Pierre's recent briefing on Joe Biden saying he's going to send troops to the border shows us that despite this new rhetoric, nothing is being done to stop the border crisis that began the very day Biden took office and has not slowed down since. First, here's Jean-Pierre fumbling when a reporter compared Biden's statement with former President Trump wanting to send troops to the border. State President Biden has been a big critic of former President Donald Trump's immigration policies, but isn't this sending troops to the border another example of where President Biden has taken President Trump's policies on immigration? So uh, to your point, my colleagues at the Pentagon are going to brief on this in, at 2 o'clock in less than 40 minutes. So, uh, so clearly, I would definitely make sure that you all uh, uh, take a listen and hear what they have to say. So clearly, I would definitely um um. Yes, profound words indeed. With the criticism that Jean-Pierre has leveled at the Trump administration from the podium in the past, this is clearly a question she should be able to answer. But hardly any of her responses can qualify as actual answers. In the past, however, Kamala Harris had no problem blasting Trump for troops at the border. I also believe that the administration made a decision to deploy them based on a political agenda. And um, I believe that it is inappropriate to require the limited resources of the United States military to be used in such a way um, when the, the, when it was, you know, when, and these, these folks who are being deployed there, they're gonna leave, their, they've left their families. They will not be home, looks like, for Thanksgiving. And all because there needed to be some demonstration for the TV cameras based on a political agenda instead of what is a national security threat. Just ridiculous comments from Harris. But here's the thing. Trump sending troops down to the border was labeled a political stunt by Harris, even though Trump actually wanted to make the border more secure. Here, Biden announces that he's sending troops, and apparently it's okay with Harris, but it, it's truly a political stunt. Why? Because as we learned from Corinne Jean-Pierre at the briefing, the troops will not be actually securing the border, but rather they will help with data entry. If the president's priority is to treat the immigrants humanely, like you said, wouldn't he be sending social workers, psychologists, judges, lawyers to the border instead of sending active military personnel? So look, I, and I want to be clear, the active military, as I just explained to one of your colleagues here, uh, is it's been done for more than two, almost two decades now. It is a pers personnel that's performing administrative tasks uh, and uh, like data entry and warehouse support, uh, that's what they're going to do. Uh, Wait, what are they doing? Like data entry and warehouse support, uh, that's what they're going to do. Data entry and warehouse support. How is that going to keep illegals from flooding into the country? How is that going to stop drugs and gangs and human trafficking? It's not. But that's Corinne Jean-Pierre trying to explain it. Okay, so there's what's really going on at the southern border, and there's what Jean-Pierre and Biden and Mayorkas say is going on. Title 42, which allows the U.S. to expel a large number of migrants due to health concerns, COVID concerns, it expires in just about a week. This means that the situation is going to get exponentially worse, and something needs to be done. I'm so sick and tired of seeing House and Senate hearings where Mayorkas and other officials get blasted for not doing anything, but nothing comes from the hearings 
and nothing changes at the border. Our federal officials have a constitutional obligation to protect the border. That is one of the core functions of the federal government. And yet, the city of El Paso, Texas, has declared a state of emergency because it is already being overrun. And with Title 42 going away, it's going to get worse. You can walk with me and just see the magnitude of the number of individuals who are around this church here, just, just streets from downtown El Paso. A lot of these individuals you'll see are males, adult males. A lot of the women with children are actually in shelters and a network of shelters throughout El Paso. As you mentioned, the city of El Paso under a state of emergency, they declared a disaster. Now, that clip doesn't begin to show you the magnitude of what's going on. The streets are filled with migrants. And here's the thing. The reason this situation is out of control is because the word has gotten out through all of Central America and other areas that if you claim asylum, you can get in. So millions of people who are not true asylum seekers are being let in only to disappear into the country. And then there's the so-called gotaways, people who just made a run for it, didn't try to seek asylum, and are just loose in the country. If the federal government is actually implementing this Title 42, then why are there so many migrants out here? Well, here's what we know. From talking to migrants and community leaders and officials on both sides of the border, I can tell you that thousands of migrants, nearly 40,000, are in at least four northern Mexican cities, and frustration is boiling over. A lot of them are deciding to cross the border. That's why you see so many out here. Some of them are turning themselves in to border authorities, Jim. Others are deciding to cross the border illegally. This is just one town along the border. This is happening all over. Towns are being overrun, and in many places, the cartels are taking over. American citizens are not receiving the full protection of the federal government to live safely in America. It should not matter how close a city or town is to the border. All Americans should be protected from gangs and drugs and cartels, and that is not happening. If Mayorkas and Biden refuse to do their basic constitutional requirements to protect our border, they should both be thrown out of office, period. All right, next let's talk about what's happening in America's military. We count on them to defend our country, but it's becoming harder and harder for the various military branches to reach their recruiting goals. As mentioned in our lead story, we aren't teaching patriotism, and when that happens, you end up with people like this. Did you ever consider joining the military? No. Uh, I've got a lot of health issues, not really interested in doing anything like that, not really interested in serving my country, no. It's just very structured, and the hierarchical nature like doesn't mesh with my personality. Not in particular. Any reason why? Uh, wasn't something that was really talked about at school. If you don't push patriotism, you won't get people who love and want to serve our country. But there's a second aspect as well, and that is that the military, just like the media, entertainment, and education, is being controlled by the woke left. These so-called leaders would rather push diversity, equity, and inclusion than produce the best fighting force in the world. On Fox News, Major General Edward Thomas was asked about the trend of wokeness in the military. The one thing I do notice, guys, I know you want to uh, be positive, but uh, and in particular, I'm watching these ads. I used to love watching the ads. It was inspiring. The Marines, be all you can be. And a lot of these woke ads don't have anything to do with the military. In fact, I don't know who you're trying to recruit with some of this stuff. 
Well, hey, Brian, I will definitely send you some of our Air Force ads because what you're going to see uh, is an opportunity to serve. It's about patriotism. It's about America. It's about joining a service that provides opportunity, the best community they could ever ask for, and a, and a purpose that's right. just undeniable. Well, I hope the general is right about the Air Force ads because the Navy has now enlisted the help of a drag queen influencer to help persuade people to join the military. Yep, that's Yeoman Second Class Joshua Kelly, who goes by the drag queen name Harpy Daniels. What is going on here? Imagine what the leaders of China and Russia must be thinking when they see America's military ads. So, what type of people are the military branches actually looking for? You had complete bogus vaccine mandates that drove away conservatives. You had a military investigation targeting so-called extremists but in reality, that was yet another ploy to purge conservatives. And now the military branches are putting out woke ads and using drag queen influencers for recruiting. This is just crazy, and it makes you wonder about the real goals of the American military. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show, so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Friday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.